Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hoxtetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to see important status updates. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. I don't even start the show. <laughs> um, hello, people. No. Uh, hi there, <laughs> all you uh, aliens out there. Welcome to the official The Orville Podcast, Episode 3. Uh, today we're going to be talking about The Orville, Episode 3, About a Girl. And oh bo- boy, what a great <laughs> title that was. Oh my god. Uh, but, but before we get to that, let's uh, introduce... Our first mates this week. We've got Tim Trees is here. Hi, Tim. And happy Arbor Day to you, my good <laughs> sir. Oh, we're doing that still. Okay. Uh, hi, Miranda. Miranda. Fisher. Oh, happy happy Arbor Day. Okay. Uh, Kevin O'Brien. Uh, I'm a survivor. I'm gonna work harder. <laughs> I'm gonna. You got it. You got the rest. <laughs> and of course, you've all got wood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so oh, I'm sorry, is it disrespectful? Happy Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I forgive you, Kevin. Um Yeah, so what an episode this was. <laughs> um about a girl. Uh <laughs> It was. Yeah. It was. That's true. Yeah. Well Was it? <laughs> a female. <laughs> Was that the is is this the first episode that has a descriptive title? I what were the other titles? The first one was Old Wounds, which kind that was of descriptive. That described the episode less, less literal though. What's yeah. the wound? Yeah. The, the second, divorce. The second yeah. one was a uh, command performance. That's I think that's very literal. <laughs> very literal description of the episode. Yep. I don't know. I think you're being a little bit simplistic in your analysis of this. I thought oh. Kelly I thought Kelly was the old wound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so wound her vagina? Oh. Is... I I wasn't thinking that. Or was oh. I? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, okay. And then this one is about a girl and uh so if, right off the bat, we get everybody, the whole crew, like looking down at this baby alien, and then you finally get to see, uh, it's genitalia. Bordis's, well, <laughs> no, we don't, we don't get to see <laughs> that. Finally, luckily. They finally prove that it's a girl by showing it's genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes you wonder, like in that first, as soon as it gets out of the egg, like that's what bordis and clavin are seeing like i guess i don't i well i did spend a lot of time thinking about this because how else did they know that it's a girl that's the only 
only way to tell, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. must have in school some book be like, if you see this, you know, call this number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and also they say in maybe that first scene or the second scene or something like one out of 70,000 children are born female or something like that. I think like it said that. every 75 years it happens. Yeah. yeah. So how do they immediately recognize it? If it's so rare, well, that's I like... I think they, they just knew something was wrong. They were like, where's where's the penis? Where's the male part? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to add that on. They they know that it's like fucked up in some way. And and like fucked up equals female. There's so much about <laughs> Mocklin society that we... Uh, that I assumed that this episode I learned uh, was mm-hmm. not the case. Mm. So... Mm. And yeah. I I thought the baby looked very human, <laughs> like too human. <laughs> like obviously they they can't go too nuts. They can't go too nuts but with makeup on a baby, but still, like it's the 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 adults um the adults of this species don't look human. Like their faces are clearly not human. But the baby is just like they put a little hat on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they the baby that's just the baby fat and then once you lose that then the hard uh you know oh. mocklin face skin kind of comes out. Yeah, I think Kevin must be right because he is the alien expert. <laughs> 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 and of course maybe that's just, you know, the females they they look like humans. And it was pretty old it was pretty old too, the baby. So that gives you some idea of how long it was in the egg and all that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was aging in the egg for a while. So when it came out, yeah. So did the egg come out of his butt? The butt? You should ask Seth MacFarlane. That's oh, man, I will. Well, why don't we get Seth on the show? Yes, exactly. We did, episode that, yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we didn't have any questions about the show yet then. That that was kind of a waste, really. I feel yeah. bad about that. We should have saved him for... Uh, Farther on, but we just had to get our, you know, let's our bonafides. Let's in get them back in the finale. That's a good idea. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Um, and we got more uh, Norm McDonald in this episode. Yes. Yeah, he's it- got a boner for the doctor. <laughs> yeah, uh. they they show his boner on television. Yeah. Well, good. it's not it's not a boner, but it's heavily implied that that'll be simulating a uh, a boner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> So th- I think that's that's the, how like Seth is kind of a genius with these uh, things. That's how he's able to toe the line, because um, like I- I'm sure he could do it in his animation. So he says, okay, maybe he drew this scene where he, uh, him, or uh, Gordon had uh, this scene with the doctor, and then he said, oh no, we can't do that. So he found his way through by using the animated blob to get erect for the the doctor. Mm, 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 mm. Because yeah. you would you wouldn't want to see Gordon or John Lamar, uh, you know. I, <laughs> I wouldn't I, look. Wouldn't I want to see John Lamar hard? I mean, you know. <laughs> but, uh, well, well I, do you like soda or beer? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I'm a beer boy in a, this case. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but later in the episode, they were they were both drinking beer. And I felt that that was really out of character. There must be a reason for that that I'm not seeing, but mm. we already know that John Lamar likes soda. Why'd they have him drinking beer? Yeah, he just left his baby with two drunk dudes. Reminds me of my dad. Well, we don't know if it was beer 
because they're just these silver, these cool silver bottles. Well, they did say when they came in that it was beer, and then later they said we're drunk. So yeah, I was, but I, I, I don't know. Could have been Jack and Coke. Could have been a uh, Henry's oh, hard. Shit. That's soda, but it gets you drunk. Yafflet is Norm McDonald's name. Oh, good name. How's yep. that spelled? <laughs> uh, the way I wrote it down is Y-O-F-F-L-I-T. But I haven't checked check the wiki. Um, <laughs> Tim, are you the are you the the numbers guy or the letters guy over here? You know, numbers and letters are only one row apart on a keyboard. <laughs> wow, I guess. And that's that's a line from uh, my planet's literature. It's really lucky that Yafflet is so horny for the Doctor, because that like that sets up the whole scene for Bordas to be able to come in and uh, demand that the doctor give his his baby a sex change operation. Yeah, because she was so horned up that... <laughs> well, it just, it just sets us there, you know? No. We, we get a quick laugh, and then it's right into this very serious... Uh... The drama hits you harder when, uh, when you've just been laughing. Well, there's there's also a nice symmetry because we have Yafit, which, by the way, is Y A P H I T. We have Yafit saying, "Please, doctor, let me give you a penis," <laughs> and then we have the doctor saying, "No, I will not give this baby a penis." <laughs> so it seems like they could collapse that love triangle and have Yafit give the penis to the baby. Mm. <laughs> they could. <laughs> Do you, do you, well, I, I don't yeah, want to get to spoilers, I, uh, do you, but do you think maybe that's what happened at the end there? <laughs> I hope we find out next episode. <laughs> um, I do have a question about Yafit, which is where he he shows his alien boner, which it's okay to show on TV for some reason. And then he says, there's more where that came from. Do you think that he can just change his whole body into a boner? I think oh. he can just have more of the same, like maybe three <laughs> sticking out. <of> it. <laughs> you okay, Tim? <laughs> no, I just that that thought hit me pretty hard. <laughs> We've got a lot of good episodes of this show coming. <laughs> is this the scene where where Bordis uh, compares it to a cleft palate, or is that the uh, is that later? It's no, that's the later. whole episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the doctor says, no way, no way, I'm not going to do this. Uh, and Bordas says, well, well you, you have to, because this is very important. Uh, but the doctor just sticks to her gun. She's not going to do it. Uh, so Bordas has to take this up with the captain. However, he's taking his time off in the hollow deck or whatever they call it on this show. Uh, we got some... <laughs> We get a, I don't know why you would compare it to the holodeck from Star Trek. I don't see the similarities at all. Well, oh, that's a Star Trek thing? Yeah, basically the exact same thing. It, it was stolen oh. from Star Trek. Are you telling me Westworld is a ripoff then? What about Holodeck Records, the, the record label in Austin? Is that from Star Trek? You know... Uh, of the four of us, if there was a music expert of Austin, it would have to be you. This is Greggy. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not the Star Trek expert, so I can't. Well, we don't have a Star Trek expert. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody of that. Seen, seen Star Trek? 
Well, it's- I'm I'm a huge fan of the original Orville series, so there's a lot of <laughs> stuff that when I'm watching this. You know, when I'm watching this version, I do get a little, you know, like some parts I'll be watching. I'll say, OK, that's not how exactly how I f- remember the original cast and the original writers tackling it. But um, but I, I do appreciate Seth MacFarlane's reimagination of it. You know, I, I still like it. But but uh, Star Trek. No, I haven't seen any Star Trek. What's the point? I mean, they've improved upon it. It's it's in the past. Star Trek is a dead series. Now we have the Orville. I heard Star Trek is like the Orville, but not funny. Like, why would I want to or- watch that when I could watch the Orville instead and it's funny? I heard it yeah. It has way fewer boners. <laughs> yeah, why would I want to watch that? This, uh, the Orville will joke about, you know, well, like, I've, I actually like the way they set up the series so far, where, like, the first episode was really, um, what was the first episode about? <laughs> It was uh, uh, the Redwood time travel. Yeah, it was a big fight. It was, a, right? it was about how his uh, ex-wife becomes the. Okay, yeah. so that yeah, it was it was like a marriage. It was kind of like oh, it, you know, there was no real moral questions or anything like that. And then the second one, they kind of you know they dipped their feet into it with uh, Alara uh, becoming the captain. Yeah, and, there's a the moral question like, should women be allowed to be leaders? Yeah, yeah, and they, so they, it was they had ambiguous their, their feet in the end. And, and are zoos bad? Like, it was that kind of thing, you know? And, uh, but which we settled on hashtag screw the zoo. Hey, screw the zoo. <laughs> screw the zoo. But, but then this episode, they said, okay, we'll start off with some hilarious jokes, you know, and then we'll go straight into, and then we'll tackle, um, well, like, you know, transgender issues, um, you know, like cultural rights and, uh, you know, like like what get really dive into the moral code of what makes up this universe that, you know, that the Orville and the Planetary Union and all them are. Is that is that what they're called? Planetary yeah, Union? sure. You got it. Sure. Well, you know, and see what they're actually all about. So so this is kind of like this is letting us know that this is going to be funny, but it's also going to do all that smart all that make you think stuff that uh, Star Trek does. So, really, there's just watch the, or- the Orville. Yeah, it, it's kind of like if you watch Star Trek on one TV and Family Guy on another TV, and just play them over each other. It's identical experience. I think that's how they wrote it, actually. <laughs> and then if you put the Star Trek the movie, because they actually have some sick action scenes too in the Orville. <laughs> like they had, the, they have the blockbuster. The, this episode, they had the iconic uh, asteroid split. If you guys remember that, like, can you imagine this episode without the a- w- without that asteroid scene? <laughs> well, the plot wouldn't make sense. Yeah, Rem- like, yeah, I loved that um, asteroid scene. And what happened in that? Well, they- in t- about two months' time, you know. So you know, ticking clock. This asteroid that they're sitting in front of, you know, it's just it, it's it's virtually standing still. It'll it'll reach this planet who knows when, um, two months they say something like that actually. So I do know when, but you know it's it's a long, it's a long time away, and um, they have this laser cutter that can slice right through it in about you know five seconds. So they initiate the laser, uh, cut it in half, and um, you know, and then they so they've saved a planet. And this is oh. all going. This is. Oh, don't skip details, Kevin, because they slice it into pieces, and then they yes. report that the pieces are small enough that the tractor beam can redirect yes. them. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, so they, they get a little sci-fi, too. I, I just want to break in as well, because it's not the tractor beam. It is actually the shoving beam. Uh, 
John Lamar says engaging the shoving beam. All right, sir. Shoving beam on. And shoves the pieces with this shoving beam. And I actually would say, I think maybe Kevin is being sarcastic about this scene not being necessary, but this is all just filling us into, uh, you know, it's world building. So now we know that there is a shoving beam. So, you know, six or eight episodes down the line, when that comes into play, we're not like, wait a second, the Orville has a shoving beam? Since when? Uh, I... I Oh, sorry, Miranda, real quick. I don't like that <laughs> okay. you think that I was but being sarcastic I, but... about that scene. Because I, last episode, there wasn't a whole lot of action, so I was pretty damn action-starved. you know. And then this episode pretty much was like, are you hungry? Uh, and spoon-fed me. So. <laughs> oh, okay, I apologize, Can I Kevin. ask my question? Oh, please do. When did this happen? Because I don't remember <laughs> this at all. It was, it was I don't during the conversation. about this. <laughs> It was during the conversation about, uh, you know, about if if they should go ahead and, you know, do oh, the, right, right, do the right. conformity. Yeah. I, which which conversation? There was there was, okay. a, there was a few. So Bordas <laughs> asked the doctor to do the thing. Then they yeah. were in the hollow deck. Bordas goes and talks to the captain, and the hollow deck says, "Come out of there." Come talk to me outside of here. And we missed a, a very funny scene where where a guy dances on a roof. Right, yeah, I remember that. I'm not going to forget about Mm -hmm. that one. So then they go to the office. Bordas says, hey, order the doctor to do this surgery or else. And the captain says, no way. I'm Captain Orville. I say what goes, and I say that doesn't go. You want to perform a transgender operation on a baby? And so he says, well, I'm going to call my my dad or something. And so he calls the Morklands. Mm -hmm. And then... So they are on the bridge, and uh, that's where Alara is like, I think he should not get the sex change. And then the robot's like, hey, it's okay. Who cares? And then they do the shoving beam. All right, sir. Shoving beam on. Oh, and and, I'm sorry, but that scene that the, you know, this is for McFarland fans. It was a little uh, nod to the Thousand Ways to Die in the West. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, look, are we talking about the shoving beam scene or are we going back to the, the great part <laughs> well, of the I'm sorry. Because like, I maybe ju- we should finish talking about the shoving okay, beam scene. Okay. Well, I jumped ahead to the shoving beam scene because I was well, getting... Well, I, I guess you did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was getting a little hyped for the action. What if the shoving beam was also in the holodeck? Wow, that's uh, that's too. I think I think we're working on those layers. I think we're guaranteed to have an episode where the resolution is, "Oh, it was all in the holodeck." (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. Grimes, yeah, there was a there was a virus. The holodeck is just the the holodeck is the part where they where they sit where they hang out. No, no, the the holodeck. I don't know what they call it, but that's the bar cafeteria you're thinking of. The the (laughs) holodeck. Was the room where uh, it seems like there's a Wild West thing, but it can, and also where the ogre That's was. That's the holodeck? Yeah, and the nice ogre. Basically, it's the exact same joke told uh-huh. twice, which is a serious scene where a guy acts goofy because someone programmed him that way. Yeah, it's cool that it was so good the first time that they brought it back the second and time. And it, it, it seemed like a lot of money, but, you know, when you see the punchline, you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> 
And the punchline was a guy dancing. <laughs> Did you see him dance? Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was well, good. Well, was it kind of, it kind of, because he set it up saying, "I'm like classically trained to tap and ballet." I'm thinking he's going to do pirouettes, and then he starts popping lock, and it was funny. (laughs) Well, and and, and, uh, the the makers of the show clearly attended the funny dance school because he did pop and lock and he did robot, and those are the two funniest dances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The only one they missed out on was stripper man doing stripper pole, uh, which would have been great, but it must have been cut. Just related to that, there was a point at which I thought he was going to show his boner. I thought that was going to be like a running gag through the episode, but he didn't do that. And I do wish that he would have done that. Yeah, to a female character, preferably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just well, did a I little think, bit of air humping there. I mean, and and I don't mean to get political, but I think that's maybe a nod to the Louis C.K. controversy going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, which one's that, Tim? <laughs> that's the one where some people are mad at him for some reason when all he's doing... <laughs> All he's doing You're is You're breaking up. I can't hear. <laughs> All he's doing is changing the way that he's presenting his body in front of other people and they're objecting to that. And if Norm Macdonald can do it, well, I think I think it's very clear what side of this issue Seth MacFarlane well, is. Look, I just want to say I want to say one thing here. Uh, his body, his choice. <laughs> Thank you. And, and there is a there's a nasty, nasty, vicious rumor about Louis C.K. going around that he is a never nude, and he is just trying to prove to people that he does often. He's not afraid to take you know to to reveal himself to others. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do we know that like something terrible wasn't right outside of the door that he was keeping all these women from going through? <laughs> Maybe he's protecting them. <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, the fact that they they refused, they he, they were like, we need to leave, and he was like, no, you can't leave, and they said, we're gonna leave, so they forced him to do the only. Oh no! What what happened? Is that me? <laughs> you dropped out for a sec, but here's Tim again. Sorry, sorry, Seven's sorry. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, can you hear us? Yes. Can you okay. Hear me? Yep. Tim, you were just about to say something really funny about <laughs> Louis C.K. showing his dick to women and not letting them leave the room. Uh, should I just pick up where I left off? <laughs> no, I think we like we. I think we covered it. Uh, but getting back to the bridge scene, uh, so Bordas is arguing with them and saying, "Oh, it's okay if I do this. I should be allowed to." Um, and uh, Kelly makes the great point that. Uh, if her parents made her be a man when she was a, or be a boy when she was a baby, um, she wouldn't like that. And the captain said, "Oh, mm-hmm. well, if if that would have happened, then I would have been spared an awful marriage." And <laughs> it, it's it's so weird and petty how how he brings that up so much. I think it's great because it's like, uh, believe it or not, and it's I know it's really hard to think about, but there are some people who aren't going to watch the first and second <laughs> episodes of this show, and they're just going to come on in the third episode, and you want to catch them up quickly. You know, obviously you want to force them to watch every episode of the show, but if they don't, you still want them to be able to understand, like, okay, she's she's a bitch. She's a bitch. Well, in the show, like, in the what a lot of people, you know, hearing that, Miranda, they may think that, 
that oh he must talk about it all the time you know because you see you see it in episode one episode two episode three but really the show the show has shown us that it's you know taking place over several weeks or yeah. months even so yeah. this could these are just you're just happening to catch I, him in those moments where he I, and I, I honestly think it's really important because if you watch the rest of the episode where you see her being like really sort of kind and generous and like standing up for this newborn baby and taking the side of her, her colleague. Oh, like, I read that a very fearless. different way. Uh, you might think like, Oh, she's, she's nice. She's like a good person, but it's, it's great that um, Captain Orville's there to remind us like, no, she's a fucking bitch. You shouldn't trust anything she says or does. Don't forget who Kelly is. And, and that's something the audience <laughs> won't forget. Yeah, and it, and that needs to inform your reading of all the rest of her actions, which I'm sure we'll get to later. And it sounds like Tim's got a great take on that for later. Locked and loaded. There's also several scenes in the, in this episode where the captain and Kelly are walking around like arm in arm, like like really close to each other and stuff. And it's like, wait a second, I thought you guys hate each other. What's going on here? <laughs> that would have been confusing if he didn't remind us that she's that she's his bitch ex-wife. Oh. Uh, for for the listeners out there, I just want to say something real quick. That at this point in the episode, um, the baby now belongs to the Orville. <laughs> um, it is a hundred percent. They have taken full ownership of this child, and so their their opinion is what matters most. Oh, did you mean it belongs to the ship, or it, it, belongs, it belongs to like the, to the crew members of the ship, or it belongs to the Orville? When I say guy. it belongs to the Orville. It's everything. It's the ship. It's the guy. He's like, he runs the ship. So technically he's highest ranking owning him, but it yeah. is the ship. That's why everybody is concerned. Everybody should be concerned. It was kind of weird. Like the roller coaster of legal power uh, <laughs> was like first he didn't want to do the thing. And then Bordis was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. And then he goes, no, actually I control this baby now. <laughs> or whatever he said. And then Bordis just straight up completely contradicts, like completely subverts him and orders oh, yeah. a military ship to rendezvous. That made me so which fucking is, like, mad. Insane so treason. That is snake shit. Snake. And, and, and Orville's just like, okay, well, uh, he, he's not mad at all. He's just like, uh, okay, no, we well, have to deal with this he now. Should be, he, he I'm, sure they, I'm sure they have a, a ship jail. Every ship has a ship jail. <laughs> That's where Bordis should be right now. And if well, that means the baby's got to go with him, then so be it. I, I don't know. I, I feel like Ed does his... I, I mean, the Orville does his thing. He He's like kind of like... He suns him. He's like, go to your quarters. You know, he's like, go to your room kind of thing. You know, <laughs> like... That, so. But he sh- look, he should have fucking said, go yeah. to jail. Go true, to jail true. right now. True. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Do not... Give your baby a sex change. <laughs> so, Greggy, that, I don't want that would have been funny. I don't want to get ahead of you, but so basically, the, everybody on the ship decides that they're going to find their own ways of convincing uh, Bordis yeah, to exactly. let this baby stay female, right? I'm sorry. Are we not going to talk about the guy dancing? We <laughs> <laughs> just going to skip over that. It was good. I mean, we we did talk about him for. <laughs> okay, I think he deserves a little more time than that. All right, we'll call uh, him. We'll, we'll we'll head back to him every twenty minutes or so. If you want. Okay. What was what was that character's name? I'm he was probably Pancho Villa. That's my that, guess. 
Vasquez, and if I'm right on this, I think I deserve. I deserve. I think I deserve a sapphire star. Don't say it. And and, uh, uh, a redwood, a redwood seed, a redwood seed, and maybe some other things. Um, I don't, I don't remember why they were there, but I've got the note. The mess hall was furnished by Ikea. Um, uh. like all the furniture in the mess hall is just like, it looks like fiberboard. I mean, um, yeah. but I don't remember why they were there. Uh, they, they probably think, had to eat. Yeah. That's where, that's where you go to. I, I was actually, I watched this, I rewatched it cause I watch every episode at least twice. Like we all do. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh, on the rewatch, I was watching it, uh, with my girlfriend and she was saying, she's, she posed the question, how many people are on this ship? And I, have we talked about this? How many people are on the ship? Well, they show you an episode in the pilot. They show you it's like hundreds of people. Yeah, it's like at least three. I think it's somewhere around like three hundred at least. So I I just wonder, like, you know, how popular is that bar? Is there a mess hall? Is there more than one of those to give you some options? You know, is there Mm, a question? Because it it never seems too too much fun. You know, I assume they would have a little, you know, maybe a party there every now and then. Well, and and I think they're in. I think they're in the the same state that Star Trek was in. Not to say that they stole a bunch of ideas from Star Trek, where they have like um, atom level generation of anything, so they can like create unlimited food for free, basically. Because they oh. demonstrated that technology when she like uh, I don't know what they call it, but she created a slice of chocolate cake when they were in the zoo in episode two. Yeah, uh, command performance. Yes, and so. Yeah, it seems like they could just be throwing parties all the time, and why not? Yeah, yeah. Also, I'm everyone sure they should have, be fat. And they sh- well, I'm sure they have hangover cure drinks and hang you know, and upsets tummy cure snacks. Mm. So they should be doing a lot more partying. Should be a lot more party scenes in my opinion. <laughs> I assume they're just sort of like happening off screen, but I do wish that we could see them. Like, whose birthday has it been since the Orville launched? <laughs> well, I mean, it's so been what, one year. Besides the baby. <laughs> so, I mean, we we kind of talked about, or so, I don't remember who, but someone had this really insightful idea that this shows like Family Guy and Star Trek combined. <laughs> and, and I think if we could throw the real world in and make it a three-part combination, that would be... Like if there was the twenty four hour live feed like they have of the or Big Brother or whatever. Oh yeah. And you oh, would yeah. just see like a camera mounted in the ceiling would show you the mess hall and you would see like two characters who we've never met just hooking up and going crazy. Yeah. In the mess hall? You think they're doing that in the mess hall? <laughs> Why else would it be called that? Oh my God. <laughs> uh by the way, if you're not following um official Oroville on Twitter there we had a great tweet the other day about what the mess hall might be like <laughs> after dark <laughs> yes yes and uh and whoever god bless you I was running the, the Twitter account blasting those tweets out Boy, but our, I, our I, social I, media managers are really hitting it out of the park yeah so listeners follow at official we, Orville yeah we um uh uh yeah we poach neil degrasse tyson's social media manager (laughs) (laughs) very expensive wait i'm so sorry i have to go to the bathroom oh okay don't do anything funny until i'm back you might miss us talking about the three leg theory (laughs) you gotta wait you better wait oh i think that did happen in the mess hall that was 
Is that what's happening? That was yeah, that was so. where that conversation was. It's like, yeah. If our if our child had three legs, all right, we would take it off. I don't know. We'll have to wait for Miranda to talk about this because <laughs> this is another one of those deep philosophical questions. Yeah, it was also a really good scene as well because uh, it was Kelly and the Orville talking, and he said, "If we had a child together, God forbid." Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My only problem with the scene is that they weren't maybe like shooting a ray gun like on the side. <laughs> somebody might have been if in the background you saw a guy doing a roll to escape a falling uh, falling cabinet. Any kind, anything really. I'm you know just even the smallest thing. Well, I, it's like it's like that one in in episode one where they're just sitting having a conversation and then there's a window washer on the outside. Yeah. Like, okay, that's great. Now my attention is saved. Mm-hmm. They know they know the ADD generation are, you know, you know, this conversation about, you know, whatever is you might get a little lost. You show me a little something. You just show me that drop in a window washer. You know? Yeah. The space I, battle outside the window. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe that dog that they the uh, the dog that got lost <laughs> in space is floating around out there. Yeah. <laughs> he talks about Leica, the, the yeah. dog that died. That's a joke that'll be probably in one of these episodes. Okay, I want to skip ahead to the boxing scene. Yeah, sorry, sorry, this is like the worst episode as far as restarting and <laughs> best fight since uh, Mayweather McGregor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, best fight in at least over two weeks. <laughs> so uh, Alara wants to prove that females can be strong. Well, uh, can I can I take issue with that? Yeah, please do. That's, that fucking bitch Kelly wants to prove that females can be strong, so she makes Alara box Bordis. Oh, I, I think Alara wants to because after the bond her and Kelly shared, and they had that <laughs> that moment that we'll never forget when she said, "You got this, girl." I think now she's kind of seeing how she can be a beacon for. Um, other women, you know, in this movement towards progressive, <laughs> progressive, <laughs> progressivism, <laughs> throughout the the universe. I did notice that their only move to show that women can be as physically strong as men <laughs> was to show that Alara is really strong. And they do the exact same thing twice. Like they have her box him and then yeah. they have her crush that thing. And in the court yeah. martial scene, the uh, the the other attorney is like, that doesn't prove anything. Her race is like superhuman strength. Or Which is super- like a fair point. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally fair point. And they're like, well, there's no Alaran man here. So I guess we can throw that out. And it's like, she, I mean, it's not the right way to make the argument that women are... Kelly's like, that's a flagrant remark or something like that. She's like, that's <laughs> bullshit, you know. Since she's like, well, she's like, he basically says, well, since there's no guys here, you kind of don't, you can't say shit. <laughs> so Bordis gets one punch in and it makes Alara mad. So she's like, okay, my turn. And she blows him up, you know, against the wall there. And mm-hmm. he's actually injured. Uh, we find out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that, was, that was pretty hot. I- <laughs> Like Bordas was uh, kind of like he seemed to be into it at first, but then once he actually got hurt, he was pissed off and he, like he got yeah, mad he was, about it. Like, oh no, 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 this is not good. But a, a little continuity error. Um, 
he never gets hit on the top of his head. And then in the next scene, we see him with the ice pack, you know, on the top of his head. So I think you know. what we're meant to take from that is that Alara just kept pummeling him. <laughs> Clearly incapacitated. Or, or it's a commentary on CTE and how uh, a lot of the concussions that, uh, you know, athletes in uh, blood sports, like they mentioned, like in boxing and football, uh, a lot of the impact doesn't come from the initial hit it's it's the harsh jerking of the neck or uh uh, creating that uh the skull uh hitting the brain or the brain hitting the skull you know Mm, too true too true yeah that's what actually what i got from it too yeah and as we all know for cte you 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 put an ice pack on your forehead (laughs) you're good to go well I, i wouldn't be too surprised if in season finale Bordas shoots himself in the chest to, <laughs> to, to have his head examined by the Planetary Union. <laughs> They'll go there. Although it is on Fox, so and they do own a, a lot of you know NFL contracts, UFCs. So we'll see. We'll see. Do you see the size of all of this? So on the boxing scene, we kind of touched on it, but Bordis's motivations are so unclear to me that entire scene. Because she's like, let's box. And then he's, first off, doesn't want to do it. And then he's like, it's illegal if we do this. And she's like, I won't tell if you won't tell. And then he just does it. And then he starts hitting her for, I guess, because she asked him to, but he doesn't seem to be wanting to do it. And then she... As we said, like, then she destroys him, and he's like, well, this sucks. (laughs) Like, he never made a decision that whole scene, really. He was just, he was a mannequin that entire scene. I think he was just confused. He was too confused. Well, I think we also possibly learned the limits of the mobility of uh, Bordis in his uh, full makeup and body suit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he's pissed off. He stalks back to his chamber with his uh, ice pack on his head. Clavin has to leave for some reason. I don't remember that. Who's, he, like, who's who? That, that's his. That's his. That's his husband. Clyde? That's, oh, that's not Clyde. That's Clyde on. I think Clyde. No, I think his name is Clavin. Anyway, so he um, says, I gotta go. No, Greggy, yeah. Greggy, it wasn't for no reason. Bordas says, don't you have somewhere to be? And then he goes, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, yeah. Even though he has no role on this ship, apparently. Oh, you, can I, 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 I gotta be like, what's his fucking role on this ship? He's just like the spouse he's his ma- of a point. <laughs> right? That's the only reason he says? Yeah. <laughs> he does something probably with computers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably. You might be like the interior decorating or something. Yeah. I, I want to say they there is a there is somebody something from last episode that that I I remembered that I didn't mention was um the admiral that was talking to Alara saying that she couldn't uh, go save um, uh, Orville and uh, Kelly. Uh, his name was Tucker. So at the end of the conversation, he's like Tucker out, and I was like, oh. That's like the little joke there. Like he's Tucker. He's like, I'm tired. Right. You know, I just thought, I don't know. Oh. There's why a joke. Did, in why, it. Didn't, why didn't you say that last time? And, you know, it was too, you know, we already had so many funny, we said so many funny things last episode. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy you brought it up because there's all those haters out there saying the drum is okay, but the comedy is like 
two in your face. And so there Who you says go. that? I will <laughs> fight them. I will fight them right now. Well, Tell well, me who they are. Well, one of our cool. social one of our social media managers uh, posted a. Uh, you know, uh, speaking of the last in the show, is like you got to be careful because there's laughs around every corner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miranda, what if Alara said it? What then? Oh, Wait, you really want to fight her? I don't oh. think so. Why is Why is Alara watching the show about her and saying it's too funny? I don't know. So Bordis's friends from work came over. <laughs> They're like, drink these beers with us, and we'll watch Earth movies. Uh, yeah, like and, everything is again, so earth centered on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, Bordis and really is like a very specific period and location of it's that, culture. It's that forty year sweet spot. We talked about it. <laughs> um, and again, in the scene, Bordis is like, "I don't want to do that," and then they just make him do it, and he's like, "This sucks." <laughs> no, but this one he buys in pretty much. It seems immediately. Yeah, uh, what the, the Earth movie that they show him is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which is, uh, you know, it, it's very fitting. It teaches you about, um, well, there is a lesson in that story of Rudolph um, that sometimes the things that others may think make you different, make you unwanted, are actually beautiful, special qualities that can make you a hero. And <laughs> Bordas basically like lays that all out like he says that like word for word basically <laughs> and in such a way that i thought he was like being sarcastic and he at the end of it he was going to be like oh you wanted to show me this so i would identify with rudolph and think that i should keep my baby the way it is and i'm not that stupid get out of here you assholes but no he actually was exactly that stupid (laughs) this is what i mean when i learned so much about the mocklins for some reason i assumed they were uh, like a hyper intelligent super logical yeah just because they said that explicitly on the show i assumed that it was true you assume that that's what you know like they would have like you know, they would have their like ethics, morality, and like their wits about them as well. Know when they're being conned or you know, like played with. Well, and and the other cool thing that that this show did to just keep you off the scent was normally <laughs> normally these shows have like a rule of threes thing where you have two failures and one success, and this show just totally was like. Alara failed to convince them, and then, like, three minutes later in episode time, he very suddenly completely does a 180. Man, I gotta disagree. I do think it was a rule of three, because before Alara tried to convince him, first, Captain Orville was like, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't shouldn't do that. Doesn't count. No, well, (laughs) I think everything Orville says counts. When he says, (laughs) he says, being a female is not, uh, um... I forget what he said, but he, he, you know, it was really, it was good. He's like, it's not like a disability or something like that. You know? Yeah. 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 So. But I think he kind of looked at Kelly when he said it. He was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> is this okay? <laughs> what it is. <laughs> um, it is. Like, look, they're not all going to be gems, you know, they're not. <laughs> that, that was also, um, that scene on the bridge was the first of eight times in this episode that Kelly has a look on her face of surprise at what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time she's like you think being a female is a disability which makes sense i would be surprised 
but then like eight more times someone says something that's like maybe slightly more aggressive or egregious and she's like wait you think being a female is worse than having a, a cleft lip like she knows what's happening why is she surprised every time yeah it's, it's all hitting her and like I, in, in waves each time more you know you can, can say I, this, you know this can is I saying say something what like, I think, can i say why i think she's so surprised because she's she's stupid she's an idiot. <laughs> well that's what i that's what i was trying to say I, I, you know the show says it enough. I'm not. Who am I to come in here and say the same thing as them? So. Well, if the show says it, then I'm going to say it. If, yeah, I think that's all we do. If does it? If Captain Orville says it, <laughs> I'm going to say it too. So yeah, the the boys change Bordis's mind, and he the first he wants to run and tell his uh, boyfriend Klaxon that that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to change their baby's sex. Clorvis is like, no, we have to. I hate, hey, I hate my stupid female daughter. Um, yeah, and then there was that part where Clitoris says, um, <laughs> "No, we have to do this procedure." Well, yeah, it, real. Just to go back before that, and uh, this part, you know, sometimes you know I laugh, and then sometimes I do like a belly laugh. And I actually had a quick little belly laugh when, uh, when. Bordis leaves, and uh, John, John Lamar says, you just left your baby with two drunk guys. That was a good joke. And that was a good joke. But when they then they added a cherry on top. Yeah, he just left his baby with two drunk dudes. Reminds me of my dad. It was so funny. It was so funny when he oh. just said what happened. In this- <laughs> Sometimes all you need is to say what happened to make it funny. You know, there some, I don't know, these like auteurs and stuff they may have had and like them drinking them looking at that i i look i, I don't, i'm not a director so you know i don't know i can't say but you know they might have had something like you know show it don't say it but you know um you need those cappers when you have a good writer who can really write like a punchline, then yeah you're gonna send them out to on the battlefield yeah uh, and, and uh, that that the writer who writes all the punchlines should be called alara because she's the big puncher oh <laughs> damn maybe you should maybe you should join up with Seth and the boys. Oh, don't even tease me. <laughs> well, doesn't Seth write all the all the stories and everything? Um, he's written the first three episodes. Sorry, I've done a lot of research. He's written the first <laughs> Tim, three episodes. never apologize. Never apologize for doing your research. You know what? You're right. Greggy, I did my research. <laughs> unlike you. Um, he's written the first three episodes and at least on wikipedia the writer for the remaining episodes is a question mark except the finale which is a different a different writer and i don't have it open right now i don't know who it is i didn't do it no i do it's mark jackson and do you know who mark jackson is that's isaac the robot isn't it it's isaac the robot (laughs) well maybe i did a little bit of research tim you fucker (laughs) i deserve this well, we we actually learned something um, uh, after you know Bordis changes his mind. We actually learned something really important about uh, Klorgoff. Yeah, so he must have been born seventy five years ago, because <laughs> it turns out he was also born a female, just like his daughter. Mm-hmm. I guess um, that makes I think... that makes a lot of sense. Like somebody who's who has this genetic abnormality would have. A child who also has this genetic. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just can't help but think if I'm in Corgi's place, I'm going to take this very seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. It makes it, it made me wonder if like 
the 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 idea that only males are ever born to the species was like bullshit and like yeah, people I, just never talked about it um, and i thought I maybe agree. that was yeah. what was going to happen later on uh mm-hmm. well I'll, I'll get to it later but i i thought this hinted at a a, a like a like global scale type of eugenics yeah. uh erasal and then complete rewrite of history you know erasal of the female gender and a complete rewrite of their own history mm-hmm. um you know maybe once they realize like you know we don't need these ladies to make these babies they're like <laughs> you know, let's get rid of Which, them. so i have a question about that last part <laughs> okay. so how, how are they making these babies <laughs> they lay eggs they, they lay eggs, eggs. But that makes them women. Well, I think it. I think it's made. We made I think you know, and I'm not. I'm not a not an alien expert. So <laughs> uh, you're so humble. Uh, and uh, we may come to find out that you know a a uh, Mocklin looks very is looks you know two arms, two legs, two eyes. You know, like very a lot of human characteristics. So they may also take on the same. Uh, gestation uh you know period in their fetuses where they start out uh as like unisex you know having both sides and then the male you know it, it comes along later and uh yeah i forgot where i was going with this <laughs> i think what they do is they replicate an egg in the thing that makes the food and stuff and then cloby and then cloby and bordis jerk off onto the egg <laughs> What a and... beautiful scene that would be. <laughs> if that's true, why wouldn't they show us that? <laughs> they gotta know that we want to see that. Uh, yeah, that is the hole in the theory. Sorry to go way back. What is the Norm Macdonald blob? What is his job? I think he's like I think a Alex uh, purported guy? that it's to like unclog toilets and stuff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Never mind. Look, look what is anybody's job? <laughs> right. I don't understand the duties that anyone on this ship fulfills, except I guess the doctor. Dude, yeah, the doctor. A lot of non-doctor stuff. The doctor and the Orville are the two big ones. But the Orville just like other people are just doing the same stuff that the Orville does. Yeah, yeah, and and Kelly's supposed to be the second in command, but she always goes with him every single time. She's never been in command once, right? Yeah, right. So she doesn't do much. Well, she's in. She's in charge in this episode. Yeah, she steps up big time. Cause I had a thing about Kelly for a while, where I was thinking, yeah, she's kind of passing the buck, you know, like, oh, let Alara do it. Oh, let what? You know, she's kind of like, you know, you know, showing her weakness, like the weak woman that she is. But then in this one, she does a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know John Lamar is in charge of the shoving beam as well. Wait, no, she doesn't do anything in this episode because they lose. Oh, well, she well, tries. Let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's. Yeah, so the other ship comes. We're like like 15%. (laughs) She loses depending on whose side you're on. Well, the viewers win, but her character loses. There's a positive ending to this episode. Uh, So the the other ship comes and they say, oh, we are going to uh, change this baby's sex, even though Bordas doesn't want us to, since um, the other one, Clavin or whatever, wants it to happen then that is what matters. Don't start passing out penises just yet, Captain Vorak. So he says, well, Bordas says, in that case, I'm going to call for a tribunal. Yeah, and I like when everybody's like, oh, shit, a tribunal? Yeah, and Matt is so pissed off when he hears, he's like, they're going to mock us, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> Matt? Yeah, his boyfriend, Matt. His, his partner. Matt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know who I thought you were talking about. I thought... So, can I just say, the the rules of the entire Bordis civilization are so inconsistent and unclear. They're like, okay, it's a rule that we have to do it. And then he goes, well, I want to take it to court. And they're like, okay, deal. And then they go to court and they're like, they're not arguing over laws or anything. They're just arguing over like, is this right or not? And well, I, the- I assume that's a tribunal, you know, because, you know, it, look, they're pretty complex people. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I thought, I, I, you know what? I appreciated their, their species was so consistent. They all are extremely violent, like with weapons. Mm-hmm. They all hate women and they're all played by black people. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Really, That's really just a fact. Consistent throughout. So Bordis wants uh, the Orville to represent him at the trial. Uh, he says, no way, Kelly's going to do it because she took one year of a class on intergalactic law or whatever. And she says, well, that was yeah, just and, one and, class I took. And mm-hmm. sorry, it, it she she took one year of intergalactic law and she had no idea that the Bordis even do this. Yeah. Right. So she knows nothing about their legal system, <laughs> yeah. clearly. But then she immediately puts together a case mm-hmm. and... Can we talk about what? her case? <laughs> I want to back up for a second because first they have that meeting where it's like Bordis and Cliff Clavin and <laughs> Kelly and the Orville and the Bordis, the Bordis boss. And at the end of it, because Bordis is like, I, I want to keep her a girl. And then Clyde is like, no, change him into a boy. And at the end of it, the boss is like, well, you know, we got to go to tribunal. And, and Bordis goes, um, okay, I want, I want Captain Orville to represent me. But in the whole meeting until then, I don't think, I don't think Mr. Orville said anything. I think it was Kelly just the whole time being like, it's fine to be a woman. Like women are not inferior. This is fine. But then at the end of, at the end of that meeting, Bordis is still like, uh, it's like whatever you said, fine, but I want the man to represent me. Yeah, but yeah. it just shows that, like you know, he is changing and he is growing because when he, uh, when Ed, uh, sorry, when Orville brought up the fact that she take took, took one more year and that he didn't really want to do it, <laughs> you know, he was like, all right, I guess since you know, I guess I'll try to get Kelly, even even though she was probably thinking, you know, you know, let's get a Lara out here, maybe she can do it, you know. <laughs> I would like the scene where uh, it showed like a montage of her like boning up for this tri- tribunal, and then but then it was also uh, at the same time the captain was like back in the hollow deck, you know, jerking off with his friends, you know, doing the the whole dance off and stuff. <laughs> like the whole reason he pawned it off on her was so he could go play the video game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that would have been that would have helped a lot with character development. <laughs> So her case is, dear judge, <laughs> here's an example. She doesn't cross-examine any witnesses. She doesn't counter-argue anything. Their point is, like, women are inferior, so we're saving this woman. No, she calls... Um, oh, I don't think she does. No, she, the first thing she does is call up Alara to go, here's an example calls, of a physically yeah. strong woman. Well, it's, it's weird because she calls up Alara, but then she doesn't talk to Alara for, like, 
five oh, to ten. Oh yeah, she's basically the other lawyer. She's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? What's your well, fucking problem? It's like, well, what and, is that witness you called in in Mockland Law and uh, in their judiciary system. You, if someone's going to toss you a piece of titanium, you have to be on the witness stand. You can't, <laughs> you can't do that from, you know, uh, anywhere in the in the in the seating area or even at the uh, you know the defendant stand. Yeah, she would have learned that from her one her first year intergalactic mm-hmm. law yes. pre law course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so her her case is number one. Here's an example of a woman who's stronger than you, and they point out the feeble counter argument that it's because she's a part of a superhuman species that is stronger than any other species, and or like then, that she's just a different species. I mean, that's all it really mm-hmm. takes. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, that yeah. also goes against the all of her all of her arguments that she has. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. If they brought her in a shark to say like, oh, you know, he swims faster than you, you know, that, that would be. Yeah. And then her female, second female part, shark. Sorry, I'm trying to make that comparison. Yeah. Sorry. Our second piece of evidence is demonstrating that one guy who she provided is dumb. <laughs> what was the capital of the United States of America? Nabisco? No. The moon? Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't call up uh, a Mocklin on that, you know. And then who knows? Maybe she could have got bottom to what happened to all the the women in society. <laughs> my my theory, my eugenics theory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she should have called up a Mocklin because they probably also wouldn't know what the capital of yes, <laughs> capital yeah. of the United why States from four hundred years ago was. Why would they know? <laughs> she should have. Hold on. Hold on. She should have asked them to uh, to. Uh, to quote Gondis Eldon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, okay, wait. Are we getting to Gondis Eldon now? <laughs> well, Gondis Eldon legitimately is, confused is, me. Is it Gondis Eldon is a writer, a famous, mm-hmm. is the, one the most prolific, uh, or you know, one of the greatest writer in Mocklin uh, history. Um, and he is normally in Mocklin uh, greetings. You, you say a. Uh, a quote from your one of the great literary works of your uh, of your time, which you know I referenced earlier with my joke about Survivor, uh, the song Survivor, which is what uh, Kelly and Ed re- uh, reply back to the Mocklins. Uh, so yeah, so th- I just had to clear up that. Do you, do you do you think in that scene where she quotes Survivor, they must have taken multiple takes with her saying? I'm not gonna give up versus I'm not gonna give up. <laughs> yeah, and I can't believe they chose the one they did because it was so uncomfortable. Really, I thought it was so natural. I thought it just felt so natural. I'm not gonna was, give up. For a second, I forgot that it it was a quote, and I just thought that it was her saying that. I thought well, it, on the spot. I mean, it truthfully did set me over the edge that Ford has heard her speak like that and was just like, "That is quite wise." <laughs> Yeah, they could have picked something else that seemed deeper that wasn't uh, uh, like that. That seemed deeper than it than it really was. Like because the survivor quote, you know, it's not. It doesn't really. It's not that deep, or you know. It, like, you really, know. you don't think it's deep to say you're not going to give up and you're going to work harder? <laughs> I guess it's pretty deep. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, you have to admit you just got stuffed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really good. Or- you can shove it up your ass. I'm legitimately confused by. So I think I, I'm pretty sure I missed something. I don't think it actually made this little sense. But something ha- something happens where Captain Orville just goes, "Wait, scan the planet 
And then yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. He like <laughs> sneaks away. He sneaks away, and he's like, "What? Oh, How this trial is not going good. So I have to come up with an idea because Kelly's totally blowing it in there." <laughs> so he he uh, calls up uh, the the ship, and he's like, "Hey, Isaac." Hey, do this this sneaky scan for me, uh, but, but the, I can't what tell is the, the scan. Yeah, what, what is, is the scan? scan? Is it just like scan for something that will help me win? Like, I think, what are the parameters? I think. Look, and I don't. I know you guys like to poke holes, but I think uh, uh, what he's doing is saying he's he probably take a little scanner and he scanned the baby, the female baby, and he said, mm-hmm. "Okay, let me scan the rest of the planet for female." females right exactly okay. so that's using that same signal well, so that that right why didn't they just tell us that why didn't they sh- it would take 10 well, fucking seconds because he's being sneaky with that because and also like like the the uh, so scanning for any other female on the entire planet like makes sense mm-hmm. uh, but first off the bachlin or whatever could have done that and so if that technology exists, like none of this makes any sense. Yeah. But secondly, it's such a cop out to be like, they came up with this cool idea to find another woman. And also it turns out she's like this person they've been referring to the whole time. Like that's oh, such a. Hold up. <laughs> Did they refer to that person? Yeah. Well, earlier gone to Selden's. Did they say during the survivor part? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He okay. did a quote then. I think what the issue was with the scan, they didn't want to say what it was because it was right before a commercial break. So it was a little <laughs> uh, a little sneaky part. And then so you, when you come back, you, you know, during those commercials, while you're watching that Hot Pocket commercial and, uh, you know, the general and stuff, you're thinking, what could that scan be? I can't wait to find out. So you don't change the channel and then it comes back on and then you find out it was a woman. But you don't. But, they, but you never find out what the scan was. Yeah, they never say. Because well, they never mock- say, but then the, but the result of the scan is they go and find a woman. So, I don't know. I, I kind of was able to add Mocklins, it up. Mocklins have good hearing, so you can't really, <laughs> yes. you can't really say that out loud. They could have shown us on a digital display, like, scanning for women. He could have sent, like, a text with all the information, but he had to, you know, for the audience, obviously, they have to, he has to speak, otherwise. One thing you know. I thought was cool is that their their phones in the future look a lot like our phones right now. <laughs> <laughs> Even though phone technology has changed so much over the last, like, 10 years, and the next 400 years, it's not really going to advance very much, except for it's going to glow a lot more. So I think they're setting a lot of precedent that very little changes between now and then. Like, for example, <laughs> pop culture freezes. <laughs> the English language freezes. They talk exactly mm-hmm. like we talk across the entire galaxy. <laughs> so Captain Orville goes and finds this woman, brings her back to the trial just in time. because The trial the, of the century. Yeah, the judge is do. like literally like saying, okay, we can't wait any longer. I'm now going oh. to reach my verdict. And they open the doors at that exact moment, and here comes a woman. Before before this, can I just say, there was something that I, I just had to get, because I actually wanted to do a little quick little segment on my own here. Oh. And, okay. uh, and, and uh, this it's called, What's Your Ideal Gomaska? <laughs> oh. And we all know Gomaska oh. is Mocklin for first date. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I, I just want to know everybody's favorite Gomaska. Uh, because All because right. in, in the show one. in the show uh, uh, this woman this girl child if she grows up to be a woman she will never be able to experience 
Ikamaska. Can I go? Yeah, 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 go ahead. Okay, my ideal Ikamaska is first we scan the planet for females, (laughs) then we we find a female who it turns out is extremely impressive and we all look up to her, but then we decide to um, forcibly change a girl baby to a boy baby instead. And does it end in a little boom boom? (laughs) I think uh, it ends in maybe some elbow touching. That's as far as I'm willing to go. Anybody else? Tim? Yeah, um, my ideal Gomaska would be I meet up with my date. We go to the tribunal uh, courthouse. (laughs) uh, We compare who can lift the most gavels. And then we go to the combat sim and we uh, do an erotic display. And I'm going to leave it vague because oh, oh. I, boom, boom, or no. I'm going to leave it vague. Okay, all right, all I've right. got some dignity, but also I've got some uh, adventure. Uh, okay. All right. Little Ed Mercer. I got you. Um, I mean, or who? Uh, who? <laughs> Wait, what? Greg, Greg, I've uh, never heard that name before. Greggy, who, uh, what's your idea of Gamaska? Uh, mine would be like, uh, I, see what would I, what I would do is I would make up like a lie about how I'm, I'm sick or something. Go to the sick bay, <laughs> meet up with a sexy, uh, doctor there and say, Hey, I, I've, I've been not retaining enough fluid lately. You should see my quarters is like a swamp. And then I will show her my penis. Um, she will be very impressed. And actually we will do some boom, boom at that point. Um, so far, that has not turned out that way. Uh, she's o- always uh, ordered me out of the room, but I keep I keep trying. All right. And I think I, if well, you if you try enough times, it's, it's bound to happen. It's a numbers the boom, game. The boom boom will come. <laughs> and uh, for myself, my ideal Kamaska would be a nice trip to the Kalavan Zoo. Uh, look out the different. <laughs> oh, different oh, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> I'm trying to impress my lady. I'm trying to impress my lady. And hey, who knows? We might let let a couple animals escape. (laughs) And then... 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 then Yeah, okay, yeah. Or, you know, whatever. And then then after, I would take her to Elna or him... To Elna, oh yes, because it's uh, because I'm I'm in. Yeah, okay, I get it now. <laughs> I'm Malkin, so I, I I would I would take him Malkin. to what, what are Malkin? Is it called Malkin? The Bogdans, right? So I would I would take the I would take my Malkin man to Elnath Four, where we now know is free from destruction from the asteroid because you were saved by the Orville earlier. <laughs> And, and if you guys don't have to ask, yes, it's going to end in some boom boom. <laughs> well, Those were all so second. good, though, really. <laughs> Say that again? I said, we all did a great job. Those were all so good. They were. I'd be cool. happy on any of those uh, Goginkos. Yeah, I think we'd all be laying eggs. Uh, <laughs> I think we'd all be castrating some female genitals you know, about <laughs> four weeks later. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, so uh the the woman comes and she's the she's the fancy writer that they've been talking about this whole time. Can and I it, ask a question? I'm sorry, I know you just got back to it, but I do have oh, a yeah, question please. about her. 
uh-huh. is how old is she supposed to be? <laughs> at least, I think at least she actually is 75. Okay, but if she's 75 and then fucking Kyle is like 40 yeah. and then the baby is a baby, then yeah. how is it every 75 years? Well, that hints to the theory that they're hiding these females or they're yeah. like, you know, they're not letting the numbers out because they don't want the general population to know that this is being done at such a large scale. You know, that would make every- way more sense. Yes. Yeah. And when when they arrive on the Mocklin planet, can we just say that it is like screaming, begging for the, a woman's touch? I mean, <laughs> it's it a real shithole. It is a uh, man's mess. You know? Yeah, like it, it is industrial. It is. It, it's just. It, it's explosion, smoke, nothing green, nothing, no beauty. Where's the art? Where's the motherliness? You know, yeah. uh, these Mocklins. They they could have. They have so much to learn from uh, this female energy that they just deny. Um, it, it, that, this is what makes me, it makes me believe that these men are just like, they're driven by industrialism. And uh, that is that mirror that I think that we're all holding up. And I think this reflects on what we all thought was going to be a Hillary presidency during the airing <laughs> of this show. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I don't mean to get on my soapbox, but... Uh, no, when you get on your soapbox, the world wins. <laughs> it's I I had never even thought of that. Kevin, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you brought some light to this issue. Well, because I don't know if you've noticed this, but if you look back at our list of presidents, they're all men. Mm. Huh. So you go, okay, we've that. got pollution. We've got war. We've got some backwards uh, legal medical practices. Wow, maybe they're talking about Earth. Maybe they're talking about America. Hmm. Wait, you think you think the Orville is about America? Allegorical. <laughs> so when the Orville did his scan, I really thought it was going to, you know, to be this to discover that you know that fifty percent of all Mocklins were born so female, too. and it was going to be like the prosecutor had been uh-huh. born female. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it seemed like Would it kind have been of more uh, powerful. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> set it up that way because uh, what's his face? Uh, Clort Cleghorn. Uh, he says, uh, "I was born a female. I didn't find out until I joined the uh, the union or whatever." And mm-hmm. so I thought that like there was some kind of something there that was like a foreshadowing thing. But then it turned out they just found the woman who was very famous, which is the only way that that anyone would have listened to her at all. And, and and they ended that trial really quickly. Like she came in, she's like, "I am gone to sell Don," and they're all like, "All right, trial's over. We'll think about it now." And because she proved her her like her worth intellectually, right? Like mm-hmm. there are two arguments where women are intellectually uh, yeah. like great, and they can also be really strong and kind of you know bad bad bitches, yeah. you know. <laughs> but and, uh, but um. But they don't really – they don't have her lift any weights mm. or they don't make yeah. her – she's well, not She actually walks boxing. with a cane. I don't know why she doesn't box anybody or, you or know – Or crush any cubes. Cha- change a tire or anything. Anything that will fit into the Mocklin way of life that proves so, that they're worth. I, I don't mean to nitpick, but one thing that I didn't totally buy is the fact that not only does a female Mocklin exist, but – Mocklin. Whoa. Mocklin? Is that really? 
Yeah, it actually is, but that's okay. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Um, So not only does a female Mocklin exist, but she's like the most famous Mocklin of all time. This should be something that they refuse to believe because it goes against everything they believe. And she just goes, I am whatever. And No, she doesn't even say I am that. The the guy says like, if, if... if, oh, Gandhi, yeah. if Gandhi were here, he'd hate you. You would speak on you. Oh, oh, really? And then that's it. She goes, she goes, why don't you ask, she goes, why don't you ask him? And then, and then the, the and guy just goes, okay, and, you are Gandhi. No, he, <laughs> this is, this is, how, this is, this is in one of the cases where they decide to do it with visual acting. Like she said, he, she says, why don't you ask him? He looks at her. He tilts his head to the left. She mirrors that, tilts her head with him, like, "Oh, you can avert your eyes, but I'm going right with you." She's you know? like, like, she's like, I'm like, a, I, I, she's like, I'm a woman, but I can tilt my head just like you can. No, she's saying, "Don't look around the room. You, you're looking that way. You're looking this way. No, 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 no. Pondus is right here. Pondus Eldon is right here, buddy." And that's... I'm a survivor. <laughs> I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to maintain eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> um. Can I tell you an unrelated fact that I just learned? Sure. Okay, remember when we said how the last episode was going to be written by Isaac the Robot? Yeah. Okay, the source on Wikipedia for that is a tweet that he made, and if you go to the tweet, it's just him saying, I can't believe I'm already working on the season finale of The Orville. <laughs> <laughs> that he wrote it? It doesn't have any indication of that. So, <laughs> oh, boy. So maybe your research, your research team needs to a little crack the whip over there, Miranda. Yeah, maybe I gotta pay these guys a little more or something. Mm-hmm. One thing that happened in the that was brought up in the trial that really made me feel really comfortable with my penis was when they brought up was when they brought up circumcision and how <laughs> and how if like you know that was necessary and and that was unnatural and it made me feel like. It made me, you know what? It made me a little comfortable because here I am sitting here with my weird, fucking gross, unnaturally circumcised penis. You know? <laughs> and then I start thinking, where does the foreskin go? Where are they selling it? You know, all that shit. Tell me about your penis. Uh, did I miss a segue of some kind here? <laughs> are you, what is the term? Circumcised? Where does it go? They must uh, just throw it away, right? I think it, if it's not connected, if it's not connected to anything, I think it just like shrivels up and turns into dust. Uh, But so the jury decides, no, I don't care about any of this trial. Uh, This baby is going to be a boy now. They're like, so great points, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we've been doing this a while now. (laughs) You did prove that the most famous and respected Mocklin is actually a woman, but we still Go back to our original point, and you're wrong. Mm. I was surprised it, she wasn't assassinated on the spot, you know? Because <laughs> I, I think there was a lot about the Mocklins that we're not being told. That's, that's That has to be true. There has to be so much that we're not being told. <laughs> because, because I know that Seth wouldn't create a world that didn't have its own internal logic. <laughs> but there's so much that's left unexplained. I have to assume it's just like, we have yet to learn. We have yet to learn everything about the Mocklins. I bet that if we found out what it was, it would like blow our minds. But like the suits at Fox 
won't let the secrets out about the Mocklins. Seth wants to tell us, but they won't let him. Hashtag screw the suits. Screw the suits, yes. That's our hashtag this week. Wait, wait, wait. Hashtag zoo the suits. Let's lock them all up. Mm, yeah, nah, they're the ones. No, they the should suits, be. They should be in the zoo. They should be the ones in the zoo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hashtag I, zo- I, I, suits in the zoo. I gotta say, hashtag zoo, zoot suit riot because we're rioting after this. Zoot, yeah, zoo zoot zoo, suit riot. Zoo suit riot. We're, <laughs> we're rioting to put the suits in the zoo. Hey, and like like John Lamar <laughs> and Gordon Malloy, hey. we're gonna John zoo. Lamar? Zoo suit riot, throw back a bottle of beer. <laughs> Orville. Zoo suit riot, you can leave your baby right here. Yes. <laughs> Where we will give her a gender re- reassignment surgery. Guys, we're going to yeah. keep doing more of this musical stuff. They're going to eat this <laughs> shit up. <laughs> can, as long as we're talking about um, hashtags, can I just say, like, uh, screw the zoo was a fantastic success. That went very well. <laughs> Uh, let's yeah. get back to the eight-hour Orville hashtag. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're gonna have to. I, I, I'm, I'm on board. I wasn't part of it in its, you know, in its creation, but I would love to be back on the uh, the eight hashtag eight-hour Orville train. I mean, you, there, there's so much depth that's not being explained. You just have to assume that there's eight hours worth of footage for every episode, and it's mm-hmm. honestly, least, it's cruel for them not to publish it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like when do they? I don't know if you guys ever thought about this. When do they go to the? When do they go to the bathroom? <laughs> well, that's why we need those live feeds. Tim was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Could, could be making a going to the mess hall, you know? Right? <laughs> so that's why they call it that, Tim. Right? Uh, I'm not stealing your jokes. But it was good. So steal it like a like a foreskin. <laughs> So did anyone else Wait. like the entire time from the end of the trial to when you finally reveal the boy baby? Did you think that something was going to happen to like they weren't going to go through with this thing? Like it seemed weird uh, to me that they actually went ahead with it. I, yeah. did, I did not think that because I accidentally read the Wikipedia summary oh. for this episode before I watched it. Yeah, I, I thought they were gonna. I thought because they didn't show us the operation, <laughs> I thought it was something that you know, if they did it, they would have showed us it. So I thought we were gonna find that you know, like I thought. I honestly, you know, Seth's not, he's not afraid. I thought the last scene was gonna be uh, Boris being like, "Hey, Carl, come over here," and then like l- pulling it on his di- the diaper real quick, and you're like, and he's like, "Holy shit, it's a chick." <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but I didn't. I I never thought that. Uh, Clifford Harpole would go for that. I never thought that he would. Yeah. Wow, I think he just earned us a Patreon subscriber there. <laughs> I better. I better. With that hit. name drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they go through with the switch. The baby is completely transformed into a new baby. And its name is Topa. Did uh, it have a name before? No, I don't think we heard a name before that. It wasn't appropriate because they're about to... Yeah, and assumedly there's no such thing as a female Mocklin name, so they would have had to make something up. They could name it Kelly. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, but Bordas' last name is Tobana. (laughs) Topa Tobana. (laughs) Wait, is it really? (laughs) 
No, yes. it's not. Sorry, I'm, I'm having a good. Ah, but Seth would do that. Seth would do that. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had an, a new Ally McBeal dancing baby and we had the little Bordis baby dancing to Copacabana? Ooh, that would be wonderful. It's, it's not too late. It's not too late. <laughs> they have the money. They have the money to spend. We've seen the the Mexican dance off. We've seen the asteroid we, we, destroy. We know that they know how to film people dancing. Mm-hmm. So why not the baby? Mm-hmm. They, have, <laughs> they have a choreographer, clearly. Uh, do you want to know Bordis's full name? Yes, please. Yes. Lieutenant Commander Bordis. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you, the... don't, you don't need a last name because there's no woman to take on your last name. Yeah, but the Gandhi author had a last name. <laughs> well... All right, <laughs> that should have been their that should have been their broke. clue that that was a woman. Yeah. Maybe, yes. maybe, maybe. Wait a second. <laughs> she, would, she, she would lose her last name if she got married married to anybody. Maybe it's first name Boar, last name Tuss. <laughs> we'll have to find out when he comes on the show. We'll ask him. But that's the episode, I think, guys. Uh, Wait, Tim, what no, are you going to rate uh, this one? Oh, no, you got something else to say? Oh, did we want to talk about the dancing guy again? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about the dancing guy again? What about the tweets? What about the other podcasts? No, that is all going to happen, but okay. we, we, oh, we got to okay. finish up talking about this. That we're done. Okay. Oh, and, and the episodes always end with a beautiful shot of the Orville just flying through space. Yeah. You just scared me. I imagine Captain so Orville lost in space. Speaking of a uh, space, why don't you check out official Orville.space? Yes. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Yes. Smart, That's a great point. smart marketing. Plug in. Mid- 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 <laughs> uh, so I'm going to rate this episode now. Okay, please. This one's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to augment my rating system. Now that we had two new important notions in this episode. One was visible penis <laughs> and two was implied penis. Uh-huh. So it's the same rating I, system as before, but I changed it so that Kelly is now twice as negatively weighted because, <laughs> because fuck I'm, her. I'm sick of it. Honestly, I'm just sick of it. I can't. Don't be a jerk. It's almost not even worth it anymore. <laughs> um, so also you get an extra 10 points for every frame with a visible penis and five points for every frame with an implied penis, which would be every frame that a man is on screen. So does this that one, in, wait, I'm sorry. Does that include the, the baby Bordis before the yeah. sex change? No, after the sex change. Okay. So um, this one, it, it might surprise you, but this one actually blew the last episode out of the water <laughs> it got like well i have the exact number got 112 million 32,542 <laughs> points so wow. Wow. last time it got an eight <laughs> yeah i think it was the six <laughs> well i think we all agree this was the ep- best episode so far uh-huh. it was definitely the episode with the most penises in it <laughs> How about you, Miranda? What are you going to give this episode? Oh, man, it was so good. It was, I first, I, you know, we didn't really talk about this, but one thing I do want to mention is, like, it was just so funny. There were just so many <laughs> jokes at every turn. 
you know, you never know when a joke is going to come smack you in the face like an unexpected boner. Um, I got to give this one 10 out of 10 foreskins. Uh, <laughs> you should four out of four. Yeah, four out of four skins. <laughs> Good call. Um, you know, I'm going to give this, I'm going to kind of like piggyback off Tim here and go with a point system. And uh, I'm going to award a point for every time I change my mind on what I thought should happen to this baby. Mm. So, you, you know, you get one for um, uh, the beginning when I find out it's a female. I'm like, make it a guy ASAP, you know. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, you know, another point for when uh, Ed says no, uh, females aren't bad. And... Then I got another point. Uh, <laughs> the Orville. Uh, sorry, I get, I got hit on the head so hard last week. Oh, you mean you got hit on the head when you got punched in the belly? Well, my my head. You know, you know how CT works. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, and, and then uh, oh, you know, I could go on about each time. Each time a point was made, there was a cleft lip. There was a three-legged, uh, the three-legged theory. There was the um, circumcision. As each time my opinion was changed, and each time it went back to uh, believing it, that it should stay a, a female. The opinion that swayed me was that uh, females are actually good. So that you know, every time I heard that. You know, it was, it was like I would go into this state where I'd be like, oh, females kind of suck. And then they would be like, no, they're actually good. I was like, okay, my opinion's back on their side. So <laughs> all in all, I think it was about 15. So I give this 15, and um, my Sapphire Star goes to Kelly. Congratulations, Kelly. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm sorry, what? I'm not okay with this. Did you, well, you, you, know, you, for, you forget about her fucking the blue guy? Oh my god, I did. I did. I did. I'm sorry. Kelly, sit down. Um, no Sapphire Star. She no gets Sapphire. Sapphire Star gets back to me. Um, <laughs> Sapphire Star is going to go to uh, da, 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 the, the Orville. It's going to go to the Orville. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> okay, so uh, I would say I'm going to give it uh, six beers that they drink while watching the Rudolph movie. Um, I'm going to give it one Mocklin trash planet. Uh, I can't believe anyone lives there. Uh, and I'm going to give it hmm, uh, 15 writers of the song Survivor. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. So yeah, That's like I, obviously this was the best episode so far. Uh, thank you so much, Seth, for writing this for us. <laughs> thank uh, you, Seth. I feel like you I say that enough. Thank you, Seth. Seth, thank you so much. Yes. Actually, I, I hate to even do the other podcast segment because I, I have disappointing news. Um, oh, they're all back it. at it again. No. <laughs> Wait, um, I'm, guys, I'm so, so sorry. Dude. I'm so sorry. I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay, go ahead. I've been drinking all night. I'm so okay. sorry. I'll all right. I'll be right back, too. I'll, I'll be back faster than her, though. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. So at first I thought, good, the Orville podcast, they listen to reason. They didn't put out any new episodes since the last time we talked. And I was like, okay, good. They've, they've quit, right? That's the obvious answer to that. But then I looked on their Twitter and, uh, this is what I saw. The Orville podcast at Orville podcast. Uh, they say at platform PR team, 
we would love to interview at Mark Jason, Mark Jackson acts for the Fox approved hashtag the Orville podcast. Like why you, you obviously have quit making the podcast. You haven't made a new episode since September 22nd. What, is, what is the point? Yeah. So that they're trying to go around our backs and say that they are the Fox approved podcast when that is obviously not true. It's, it's a different Fox. They're, they're just, the, someone has a pet fox that they're saying it approves. Oh, that yeah. would make way more sense. I know a I know a guy whose baby is named Fox. Could be oh, that okay. maybe. Could be mm-hmm. Fox Mulder. Mm-hmm. Could be, uh, Mark, yeah. Mark Fox. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic yeah. J. Mr. Mm-hmm. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Mark Fox could be him. Mm-hmm. So they're could be obviously like Fox. <laughs> Well, I think the most <laughs> obvious answer is they're just lying to Mark Jackson, mm-hmm. the voice of Isaac the robot, and possibly the guy in the suit. We don't know. Mark Jackson, hand down, man down, all right? <laughs> Mark Jackson, who may have written the uh, the script for the finale of The Orville, <laughs> <laughs> depending on how you read his tweets. Luckily, even though they're lying, the the listeners are out there and they're uh, spreading the truth. I've got a a few iTunes reviews from people. I, wait, I'm sorry. I, I I do just want to point out before you do that, we have more followers than they do on Twitter. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we're growing daily. The team <laughs> is just doing a fantastic do- job, just playing the numbers, manipulating the schemes, and just. Mm-hmm. Like finding every avenue they can for of virility and viral nature. Yeah, the kid that was tweeting earlier today was posting a lot of gifts from uh, the Orville. I was yeah, like, "Wow, nuts. this guy is so good." Yeah, they're yeah, they've gone. Got a, they're got a great team. We got they, a great team. They're on multimedia levels, like multiple media levels. I just, uh, I just need to say, um, you know, this feud between us and these other podcasts. It's it's taken a toll, you know, it's taken a toll on all of us, but I just, you got to believe and, and, and love, love Trump's hate. And I hope that they're all going to just die and be destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that our, our love for our own podcast will really, will really trump the hate that they're putting Mm -hmm. out towards us and we'll, we'll vanquish them once and for all. Vanquish is a great word. <laughs> I I really just I can't stress enough the fire and fury that I will unleash. Um, it'll be like nothing the world has ever seen. Um, I I just want to say karma is a lot like Kelly on the Orville. <laughs> <laughs> Greggy, what do you mean by that? I just mean it's going to come back around on them. Um, you know, it costs money to host podcasts and stuff. Uh, I, I just, if, if they keep this, a lot of people don't get if, that. If they keep this up, I, I just think karma's going to come back on them. They're going to be financially destitute. They won't be able to afford to put out a podcast anymore. And that I think would be a positive outcome because what they're doing right now is so bad. Um, I, I have these iTunes reviews. I mean, you can lie to people. But they're going to figure out the truth on their own, no matter what. Uh, like, Jay Anders 88 on September 24th said, uh, two stars for the Warville podcast. <laughs> oh my god, this is such a mean bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very poor quality, two stars. 
Um, their production True. value is verified low. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Verified low. But uh, the editing is very sloppy. Uh, playing the trailer of each episode is repetitive and is only there to fill time, which is what they've got to do. Because, I mean, yes, they have had uh, cast members on the show, but they don't have like they're not bringing the content like we are every week. Is, wait, is this what the review says? No, 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 no. This is editorializing <laughs> on top of that. Oh, okay, okay. I, I don't think uh, Jay Anders eighty eight would uh, be able to, you know, come up with something like that on his own. I mean, I think whoever editorialized that should have been the uh, Bordis's uh, lawyer because he's got some great points. You know, <laughs> more than two. <laughs> okay, and then Cock Rock. Uh, he spells that C A W K. Uh, he's a, he's a real ah, joker. So he's okay. He's okay. Yeah. How do you spell Rock? Also, R-A-W-K. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's he like gives what it uh, two Bordis stars is. as well. Oh, what's that? That's like what Bordis is, because he's kind of rock-like. Oh, that's and, true. Oh, yeah. he, has yeah. a, he has a cock. Yeah. Maybe it's male. Bordis. Yeah, <laughs> probably. He was on the show, I think. Isn't this the one that he was on? Uh, so, uh, he says, say? it's two stars, needs work, okay content, and the production <laughs> quality is lacking. The frequent echo makes it a difficult listen. 50-50 on giving the next episode a chance at this point. And Cockrock, I would say, no, don't do it. Just give up right now. It's it's not worth listening to because these guys. Greggy, can you put a can you put an echo can you put an echo effect on us all right now? Uh, hey, other podcast, this is what you sound like. You're really annoying. It's like an echo the whole time. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. This is what I have to say. I, that's what that's what fucking Bordis said. He said there's a 50-50 chance of him listening to the next episode. He's fucking on the next episode. He doesn't even want to listen to it. Think about that. The guy who's on it doesn't even want to listen to it. That's how bad it is. You know, I thought Bordis was a snake, but he's pretty real about that. You know, he's on the episode and he's not, you know, even. I mean, it is kind of snake. Like he might actually be a snake. He. So. I, you know what I think? I think he heard our last episode, and, and this guy doesn't want to go to jail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what I. There are yeah. criminals. Uh, the Planetary Union Network is also continuing. They just put out an episode real recently. Yeah, we don't have more followers than them, but we're but we're following more people than they are. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a big credit to our social media team. I've really been hitting that follow button on anyone that they see. <laughs> that's a great that, point, I talked, Thank you I so talked much. to some of the guys and girls on our team, and they're telling me that whoever pops up on suggested follow is getting to follow, no matter their political leaning or, or you know, or if they seem like an actual person. <laughs> any any large corporation, major actor, you got a verified check mark. They said these all people are getting followed. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the so I get notifications on my phone for all this activity, and ninety nine percent are blank has followed you back. <laughs> you see, we got a we got a message from one of our. I don't even think it's somebody who followed us back. We got a message from somebody that said, "Thanks for the follow. Please retweet my pinned tweet, and I'll see what I can do." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the team's already on that. That's why they're retweeted, and this guy's seeing what he can do at the moment. <laughs> that that is actually kind of chilling to me that the Planetary Union Network is uh is getting out there to so many people because 
again, it's another rogue podcast diluting the market, um, spreading bad content, basically, because I've got a review for them. Uh, this this gentleman gave them four stars and said good commentary. Yeah, right. He's Hocus Man. Um, he says, I enjoy the podcast, but please get rid of the distracting background drone. Buddy, that's the podcast you're listening to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like Chinese torture, you know? Like, there's just constant drip drop of agony that they're delivering, disguising as a uh, review and discussion of of the Orville. And remember how we gave the Orville will be canceled a, a tentative okay uh, last week? Well, no. they, Why did we say that? Because they had had recorded, they might be done. Yeah, they recorded one episode and then never recorded another one. But they they might have saw it coming. They might have. Oh no, never mind. This last week they did it again. They put out an episode with both episodes two and three on it. And uh, wow, so fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, I think what they did was they listened to our episode where we where we said we thought about doing that and then decided not to, and uh, they were like, "Ooh, that's a good idea." And they went with it. They they took our idea that we threw away, and they used it for their stupid show. And I I'm I'm mad that we gave them a tentative okay, seeing as how bad that that podcast title is. You know, it makes me so fucking mad. Why is that a lot? Isn't that hate speech? Should we get them banned <laughs> from Twitter? Yeah, let's. We report them. Let's dox them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, please dox. Um, the Star Trek fans of the Orville will be canceled. That's what it's all I mean, about. They just love such, Star Trek so they're much. They're such idiots. They put their own names on their podcast for us to dox them. Yeah. So all of you other Orville podcasts, knock it off. I mean, maybe we'll let you on this podcast. I've been thinking about getting a voicemail uh, for people to send in messages. And uh, you could call that and like leave a 10-second message, something like that. We might play that at the end of the episode. Uh that's something I'm willing to do if you're willing to quit doing your podcast. More than more than a fair trade. My my message to you guys is that you're you're already collapsing. You're already failing. You've run out of any kind of valid points. You, everything you're you've you're building a house of cards, and we're just like we're sitting here with our freaking leaf blowers, and we're we're about to crank them on, and that's just blowing everywhere. So uh, pack up the cards, put them away. Uh, take the poker chips off the table. You're going to lose them. And uh, basically get out of my casino because I run this city, punk. Your, your little ships are uh, flying through our Mocklin, uh airspace, and we're doing weapons testing we didn't tell you about. So you better friggin' get out of here. Yeah. Look, man, you want to box with me? I'm a fucking Solean, baby. I'm <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm going to punch you over to the wall and give you a head injury you didn't even know about. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's other podcasts. And really, we gave them too much time because they're not worth it. Mm. Um, But I got some great tweets this week. Uh, First of all, Mystic Wonder 8 at Smiling Walrus uh, says, This is my favorite episode so far. And I know that's the wine talking. Hashtag Orville. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> people love to drink wine and watch the orville yeah this guy got so drunk he forgot to put the the in the the orville hashtag this person knows that it's not their favorite episode 
Oh, geez. Uh, I hope that is not what they're saying. because I think what they're saying is, it's Wine's favorite episode. (laughs) Who are we to disagree with that? I think he's saying it's Wine (laughs) O'Clock. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I searched uh, Twitter you, for wine you, plus <laughs> listen, listeners ignore whatever addiction you uh, think some of the hosts may have. <laughs> I, I assure you, it is just a stuffy nose. <laughs> sorry, so sorry. We're doing this yeah. late night Orville. You know who knows what's going to happen. We're doing eight hour we Orville. Wild. That should be a spinoff, late night Orville. Oh, oh my god! I don't know what they too. That's what you're promoting with this whole like hidden camera, uh, you know, quarters, yeah. close quarters, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we All can, right. We can All call right. this bathing suits. We could re- rename this segment the mess hall because we're getting messy, baby. <laughs> uh, Abby Smith at Abby underscore Smith forty five says at Seth McFarland. Is it weird that I got slightly aroused by your non-disgusted use of the word vagina in the last episode of hashtag the Oroville question mark? No. And no, that's what, I, what would be. I, I, I mean, two, two thoughts on this. Two <laughs> yeah. thoughts on this. First of all, uh, never, never weird to be aroused by Seth MacFarlane. Never <laughs> right, <weird>. exactly. <laughs> the second thought, is she saying that she's just like impressed that he's not <laughs> disgusted by vagina? <laughs> Yeah, because uh, <laughs> especially in the con- in the context, which was probably I'm I'm assuming it was referring to the small child's uh, <laughs> vagina. Well, I think what what she did was she watched the content of the show and assumed that the writer of it was uh, uh, hated vaginas and the people that have them. Uh, <laughs> so that's where she got that from. What uh, does uh does anybody have like a timestamp on when he says this? Oh, I didn't go that far. I'm sorry. No. Oh, damn. All right. Okay. I you do know remember. What? I do remember when they said "dick." I think Kelly called somebody a dick, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know oh, they yeah. could say that on TV." Oh, well, there way. was uh, there was actually a good, a good moment. Uh, um, not that all the other moments are good, but when uh, <laughs> Bordis bursts into the room and like tells this guy that he's like, "Get out of here," and the guy's like, "All right, you dick. You're a yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's actually a lot of the di- you know, people saying dick on uh, the Orville. Yeah. It's a weird it's a weird thing that they, they do. But they never said, which was weird, they never said time to give this baby a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it, they were they were leaning if they were going to they were going to say cock. They were going to say let's give this baby a cock. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess if you're giving your baby a penis, you have to decide how big it should be. <laughs> Just hope it grows. Hope it roots yeah. and then it grows. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Do they have to give it the adult like size adult one? Size? <laughs> <laughs> this like this guy, he didn't realize for all this time. He just thought he had like a huge dick his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Clip on, whatever his name is. <laughs> and, you know, I like to toss in a, a couple of negative tweets sometimes. But uh, this one actually makes sense with what we were just talking about from the Mega Doombot at the Mega Doombot. He says, help. I'm confused about how Mocklin biology works. Hashtag the Orville. Which obviously he wasn't paying attention to the episode. Hey, look, but... look, you fucking idiot. There's <laughs> nothing confusing about it. Seth MacFarlane, our Lord and Savior, has laid this out very clearly 
there's one gender, they're all males, and when a when there's a female, it's a mistake, and you fix it, and there are no questions there, including where does the egg come out? We've already handled this. The butt doesn't need to be discussed. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, genius! How about you take out a book, open it up, stick your dick in it, slam it shut, and fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a flat penis now. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You never. It's like you never fucking read a Mocklin biology book before. <laughs> Go back to school. Uh, this guy probably doesn't even know where the capital of the United States is. He probably doesn't even know who cured cancer 20 years from now. He probably doesn't even know who Clydesdale is. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless pug at. Me underscore Christmas says y'all need to stop comparing hashtag Star Trek to hashtag the Orville, which is so that's such a good point. And uh, I'm glad that he made it. No, I think that's true. Stop saying the Orville is like the Star Trek. I don't even know what the fuck that is. What's the Star Trek thing? There's one Orville. There's only one. Don't compare it to anything else. Just say the Orville's the best and leave it at that. Don't say it's like the Star Trek, because what does that even mean? I don't know. Well, and it's like, why, why do you always feel the need to be competitive about things? You know, we have this, whatever this Star Trek show is, apparently is some, some very small show from the 60s that is now being risen yeah. up because... Why do they keep talking about this show? It's from fucking 300 years ago. I think maybe if some of these bird brains would watch a little Orville, they'd learn that the universe is actually a pretty big place and there's enough room for a couple of big fish, uh, even though Orville's the biggest fucking fish, and you're the little gold, little goldfish. <laughs> little fairground goldfish. <laughs> like, is it a coincidence that Star Trek premiered their show two weeks after the Orville? I don't oh, think so. They were so. scrambling. They were scrambling. <laughs> they see something successful, and they just want to copy. That's all it is. Yeah, they watched the first episode of the Orville and said, we got to make a show now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that is all the segments this week, guys. Uh, there's only one left to go. And oh, I know <laughs> the, the listeners love it and you uh, guys wait. love it, too. Do you say there's only there's only one podcast episode left to go? <laughs> no, there's thousands, I hope, of more okay. podcast episodes left oh, to go. Oh, thank God. But this is the last segment of this episode. Oh, okay. That is okay. the handing out of the Golden Ori. Okay. Now... Of course, we know uh, Miranda won one one week. Uh-huh. Tim won one one week. Uh-huh. And there's one there's one gentleman here who uh, has not received one yet. Yeah, can okay. I just can I just say a little something before you hand this out? Okay, yeah. well, everybody, I feel like what, what we no, well, I feel like what we uh, said throughout the episode is spoken I for itself. Uh, well, I just want to say like one thing, which is you know that whoever wins the gold nori has the power to. Uh, ban other podcast co-hosts who maybe are doing a really good job like ban them from from using the twitter where they're saying like really good and important things and uh just uh, i think you just don't like consider that when you're giving out the gold nori and maybe like don't give it to somebody who's gonna who's gonna ban another co-host who's just doing a really good job well i don't know why you, i i would fire anybody on our team i didn't say <laughs> you i didn't say who it was well, I, oh, and I don't mean to presume that I would win. Um, a Golden Ori a winner would never do that. 
You uh, wouldn't know, would you? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. All right. Oh, oh, man. This oh. is, you guys are making this hard this week. Uh, it's getting very competitive. Uh, Tim, did you have any case you wanted to make about it? Yeah. Um, I think, Greggy, you, you have this gun mm-hmm. that gives out golden ories. Right. And I think you need to turn it on yourself here. (laughs) I don't think I'm allowed to do that. I could give it to one of you, and then you could in turn give it back to me uh, in a sort of Aladdin sort of situation. (laughs) But (laughs) I can't can't give myself a golden ori, or else I would just... The temptation would be too great. I would do it every week. Um, Um, And I just... uh, You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just, I just want to give it to somebody that I know is going to be here next week, you know? So. Uh, 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 <laughs> because it's a big responsibility to have that, you know? Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week, I think I've got to give the Golden Ori to... Kevin, I'll tell you what. You get the Golden Ori this yes. week because... No. Yes. Because of yes. the political no, stuff no, earlier. No no. Yes. no, 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 no. Miranda, remember how he made you think earlier about the po- politics and stuff? Yes. What did he say? He said a thing about like Hillary and uh, the the, I mean, the politics think. of uh, the boys and. Yeah, it was and, something like, about uh, something about how to think about it more, and it it worked on me. I think I mean I think I pulled uh, the triple crown. I made you think. I made you laugh, <laughs> and I made you learn. Uh. Um, and so I now, of course, Kevin all, will I think, definitely I be here next week. We're all going to regret this. I just think we're all going to look back and regret this. Okay. When, well, when we'll would see. we do that? This next is... week when Kevin is definitely going to be here on the show? No. <laughs> of course He's not. He's got to come back next week to give you the Golden Ori back so that you can give right, it. Right, so I can hand of it course, back out again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't win the Golden Ori and then just like hop on some ship and just like disappear for weeks you know like that's not me you know me right so, you have nothing to fear and um my first order of business is gonna be i'm gonna have to talk to the social media team um but we'll, i'll talk about that later i just want to say thank you but, for this um, honor i want to say thank you for this I'm honor i want to thank Speeches. I think that we've that's a that's an established rule that there are no speeches. To oh be given yeah, no speeches. Really oh, is, it, is this is this a speech? I, I'm sorry. It I sounds I was, like it. I, don't know. I, I yeah, thought it was. Me, I thought it was I'm a sorry, thing. But to me, I'm sorry. To me, it sounds like a speech. <laughs> okay. Well, right now it sounds like a conversation. So in this conversation, I want to say thank you no, no, to Miranda. I want to thank you, Miranda. Huh? Yeah. I want to thank. I want to thank the captain of our ship, and I want to thank. Just him, and um, and I'm taking back that thank you to Miranda. Oh, what <laughs> and, and Kevin, did you want to do that thing, like where you uh, you know give the golden ori to you know the host? Maybe did well, you want to do that? I was gonna I was gonna tell you before you announced the golden ori winner that I didn't necessarily agree with Tim's uh, point. I, I didn't necessarily agree with his evaluation of your performance on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Um, uh, the last thing I want to say to the listeners is, uh, remember how I read those iTunes reviews earlier? Um, I could be reading iTunes reviews of people that did a iTunes review of our show. Wait, why didn't you read the iTunes reviews of our you show? Can do that? Because I don't, I don't think they've shown up yet. I think there, people no, actually have. There is one. 
Oh, there is? Mm-hmm. Well, then I'll, I'll have to find it. Oh, let's see. You don't have to do Click, click, click. Let's here see. No, go. no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You wanted me to do it, so here we go. I was just wondering why you uh, didn't. That's... Okay, let's see. Uh, Wait. Five stars, Orville Oral Aficionado uh, by Houston. I think he puts his phone number here. 785-437-8532. I think that's his social security number. <laughs> Uh, he says as a big fan of all things oral I'm a big fan make no mistake this is a podcast you f- okay. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> hey five stars man hey thanks yeah I love the I love those stars because they do remind me of a you know the sapphire what was that thing sapphire called? star yeah the sapphire <laughs> star right exactly five sapphire uh, stars but hey, hey. his message was that you can listen to this and it is a podcast, which is, I don't know, maybe you could say something, you know, positive about the show in there in that spot. But hey, um, uh, Houston, seven, eight, five, four, three, seven, eight, five, three, two. I, I don't it's I if you want to make another account, look, first of all, this is a little piece of advice. Making a new account, you know, but if you want to make a new account and give us a new review, that's, you know, maybe has a little more more in depth. You know, feel free, man. Yeah. Like make all the review all the accounts you want and keep uh reviewing the podcast over and over, please. So, um sorry, oh yeah. I definitely have to go to bed, but Okay. Um so I uncovered something huge just now. Oh no. So if you, <laughs> Okay. If you go back to the Orville podcast uh-huh. and their reviews, and there are three written reviews. One two star that we read, one five star, and then another five star that's by one of the hosts. What? It's wow. by Adam Bomb 0719 and it's are we are you converting... allowed to do that? I don't think so. I think we can report this. I think <laughs> look, actually... if you are allowed, I'm just gonna I say, demand have... I demand a tribunal. We have more hosts <laughs> we have more hosts than they do, so we could we could maybe take advantage of that. And that yeah, I, might there apparently I, that's allowed. So. There may be a strength in numbers episode at some point in this season. <laughs> Go rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, follow at Official Orville. Uh, go to officialorville.space and look at that. Uh, listen to the podcast, subscribe, all that stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Um, <laughs> I thought that was the end of the episode. I think it is. I think that is, you guys... that is the end. <laughs>